Verbal Assault live stream. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux, with a cast of characters here. We are a political t- podcast that discusses no nonsense, no filtered, no kidding, real issues, discussing real content in real time. I am going to say hello to some of my uh, cast members leaning to the right, um, being a descendant of. Uh, some of the most famous people in America and hosting a show called Political Firestorm is Rob Arnold. Rob Arnold, how are you today? I'm very well. I'm feeling uh, healthy. You're feeling healthy. Okay. No corona beer or coronavirus for you. That's good to hear. No, nothing. My, ne- right. <laughs> <laughs> My next person is uh, from the University of uh, the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. He is a parent. He is a he is a professional that luckily is able to work from home in this current crisis. I want to say hello to Brian Parker, who leans left. Hello, Brian Parker. What's up? <laughs> and you know we mostly have male listeners so it is very very important that we get the female point of view and coming to us working in the fashion industry and ironically working as her own Erin Brockovich and uncovering foolishness in the government and in the courts is Miss Nyerka Encarnacion how are you Nyerka? Hello I'm doing great healthy Good, good. And that Wi-Fi sounds much better today. No delay. No delay. <laughs> I also want to say hello to um, my uh, our good colleague who leans left. One of the reasons that he came onto the program is because he said, you know, I don't want to come onto the, a program that has people like me. Hello, Mr. Evan Engel. Hey, Marquis. How are you doing? I am doing very, very well. And then Lastly, I'd like to get the person who is quick to check the host. He is the co-host of the show. He has uh, worked in Australia. He has worked in China. He has worked uh, in the Philippines. He is Mr. Business International. Hello, Mr. Samuel Kuchera. How are you feeling today? I do great. How is everybody doing today? (laughs) Very, very well. Okay, so... This Monday, today, um, April 6th, we are discussing population control and depopulation. Uh, The question that I'd like to ask you guys um, is in regards to a infamous TED Talk that Bill Gates did some years ago. And um, one of the things he was talking about is he was talking about how, uh, you know, we would be susceptible to a contagion. And um, part of what he discussed was that at some point, you know, de- depopulation is going to be something that we have to look at. So what I'd like to ask you guys is, are we at the mercy of the government? Sam, I'd like you to start off. Um, it's quite a broad question. Are we at the mercy of the government? Um, to some degree, yeah. The government is supposed to be working for us, the people. But to some degree, they just kind of take the ball and run with it. Um, 
maybe you need to bring that that question in a little tighter. Maybe not because of the fact that you've lived in China and you lived in a place where some Americans would consider that a an authority, authoritarian society. And as a matter of fact, globally, China is looked at as uh, being um, a nation that compromises human rights. And we're seeing some of that lockdown here in the United States. So the question, are we at the mercy of the government, is, is pretty direct. The government is set up to I'm protect gonna, us. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel protected? To a degree, yeah. To a degree. Evan Engel, I'm going to go ahead and move to you. Um, do you feel you're at the mercy of the government? Do you like the direction that things are going in right now with the way this whole um, virus situation is being handled? Uh, no, I, I don't particularly like the way things are going. Uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that this all concludes quickly and, and we can make some you know positive changes after this. But do you believe it will? Do I believe do I, what that positive change will come out of this? Um, no, do you believe that it will be contained quickly? That it will end quickly? No, I I, I don't think so. That not from not from what I've been seeing and, and reading. It seems that uh, it seems that we're going to be doing this for a little while. Wow, Pro- possibly a long while. Okay, Nyerka, you're someone who has uh, you've lived in the Caribbean, you lived in the United States, you've worked in a few different industries, and um, I-, I would think that you have a unique perspective. What do you think is going on right now in the United States, in your honest opinion? In my honest opinion, well, you you brought up uh, Bill Gates. Um, Bill Gates is someone that I've been looking into for quite a long time. It's a situation that even before I had a child, I knew that I was not gonna, going to vaccinate my child because you have to look into Agenda 21. Agenda 21 is a uh, it, it, it it's it comes from the uh, from the. It's just such a broad uh, plan that they have um, that they have written documents. They also have, there is the um, the Georgia Guidestone where they talk about um, reducing the population to a certain percent. So uh, where we are now, where we are now, when you mentioned the government and you listen to the briefs that, President Trump gives, one of the briefs that made me feel comfortable in where I am right now, and I'm just letting everything play out, is that he said very clearly that vaccines will not be implemented unless the person has been checked by a doctor, and that doctor um, has come to a decision that that person is healthy enough to have a vaccine. Because the plan was to have forced vaccination. And this is the reason why the president is being attacked because he's against a lot of the things that are put out there in the agenda. There is agenda 21 and there is another one in which I don't know why these people record their meetings, but their meetings are recorded. And you know what's even crazier than that is that they tell you the truth to your face, but since you don't believe it, they laugh at you because people do not believe the truth uh, when it's so detrimental and is so um, like, let's say, for example, no one will believe that people drink 
children's blood and eat their flesh. Will you believe that if you were told? No. You know something? I've heard some crazy things. And, you know, when when this whole Illuminati discussion starts to get uh, come into play, you know, weird things happen in Hollywood. I'll just say that. And, and it wouldn't surprise me that there are places that engage in that type of behavior. It wouldn't surprise me. But there is a video that that um, Bill Gates himself talks about uh, global warming and who who are the problems into warmer, um, global warming? Humans. So he okay. set out a plan to reduce the population 80% and people clap. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Who said yeah? Who said yeah? That's Rob. Yeah, it, she's right. You know, I, I have heard and I think I've seen a couple of videos on it. And Bill Gates has talked in such swirls. There's a guy by the name of uh, John Holdren. Anybody know who that was? I'm not familiar with who he is. Okay. He once floated the idea of forced abortions, uh, compulsory sterilization, and the creation of a planetary regime. And he and the co-authors of of the book, uh, basically, in a a nutshell, their, their, their thinking is to provide a high quality of life for all, there must be fewer people. And this is creepy stuff. And John Holdren was Barack Obama's science czar. So there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going that's being said right now that just isn't quite accurate that uh, we got to correct here. Okay. Uh, Because here's the thing. It's not inaccurate to say that humans are the cause of global warming. Humans are the cause of global warming. That's, that's, and and that's, that's right. That's a statement of fact. And so when you talk about ways to combat global warming, right. And we say, okay, do we need, more people on the planet. Is that a good way to combat global warming? No. And it's like, and so anytime you say the phrase less people, it obviously it makes folks nervous, right? But less people doesn't mean going around and gunning people down with a forced with abortion. 47. Well, well, no, it doesn't mean forced abortions well, either. That was his own words. One second. We didn't, we didn't say, we didn't say less people. What we said was depopulation, which is intentional. Sure. Right. Sure. People sure. Even but even I'm depopulation doesn't doesn't have to. It doesn't mean forced sterilization. It doesn't mean forced abortions, right? No, but that's there what John ways, Holden was talking about, Evan. There are ways. There are ways to incentivize people to have more children, and there are ways to incentivize people to have less less children. And none of that is compulsory, right? If you no, say, if you say, I'm, I'm going to give I'm you, and those are John Holden's words. If you say, I'd have to see those because I haven't seen them. If you say, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a tax break every single time you have a kid, that's encouraging people to have more children, right? And, and where does but that happen you, at? What, we, we give tax breaks for children in America, right? We give a child tax credit. No doubt about Ooh, it. I never, right? I never thought about it that way. It's yeah, right. That's, that's what it's for. Wow. But, but if, we say, if we say you get a child tax credit for your first two children and then none after that, now you're encouraging people. You're incentivizing people to have two children. You're not stopping people from having a third child. Right. You're not. And, and so when I when I what I look into when I when I look into this, I see a lot of proposals like that where they're trying to incentivize people to have fewer children. Nobody in at least in America is trying to to forcibly stop somebody. And there's no forced abortions. There's no for, there's no contraceptives in the water supply. Well, John Hogan did there's, right. I, I, I you know Evan, I, it's funny because I personally disagree. And with the situation that happened in Michigan with the uh, with the lead in the water, yeah, it, that that just seems so intentional that I don't know how to explain that any other way. 
if if we know that certain populations are vulnerable and we're exposing them to toxins, if we're exposing them to dirty air, if we're exposing them to dirty water, isn't that a way of depopulation? If it's if it's actually intentional, sure, absolutely. And and no doubt the that that forces in America, government forces have, you know, have have at times <clears throat> either through through their will or just through their ineptitude <laughs> have hurt vulnerable populations. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, well, and I mean, how, yeah. in China, China they, they would first, they would kill uh, uh, little girls, like so many defective kittens that they, they, they had it to where they were just killing all the little baby girls. Now, um, hold on. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? Because you know, we have, we have a person that lives in, on the panel here in China for 20 years. And I'm, I'm sure Sam's going to chime in in a minute, but go ahead, go ahead, uh, Rob, continue. Well, I mean, that, that was going on. I think it was in the nineties. And uh, so, you know, there have been attempts at population control, certainly from red China, but here in America, uh, during the Obama years, you did have John Holdren in as a science star who did write that uh, he thought population control was necessary because otherwise we would wind up in environmental calamity. And, and by the way, uh, just so you know, Evan, volcanoes uh, contribute greatly, as does cow flatulence and termites to global warming. So it's, it's not it's such a flat out fact to say it's caused by man. Well, no, 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 no. Humans are humans are the leading cause. You're right. Volcanic volcanic eruptions are do do. Uh, have huge emissions, but we've entered a geologic phase where we don't have a lot of volcanic eruptions anymore compared to what we used to have. We have, you're right, cow farts are huge, but we have an, int- but cows, where would cows be without humans? It, it is funny. And cows be dead I got to move the conversation a little bit because when we start talking about cow farts, I know it's time <laughs> to change the question. Um, Brian Parker, I'm going to, oh, me. Yeah, I'm going to gear this question to you. Um, as, a, as an African-American um, and a person being from the South, you understand the whole class issue. And oftentimes it goes on financial lines or racial lines and class mm-hmm. lines and all that stuff. Right. Are, the, are the health compromise the new undesirables, would you say? Yeah. Well, yes, because it puts a burden on those um, uh, with money because they feel like they have to subsidize it. So, yes, absolutely. So, so that means the elderly. That means those who uh, are eating less, uh, less than quality, uh, less than nutritious food. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would mean those who have suddenly become uh, maimed, or, or you know, they could be veterans, they could be elderly, they could be uh, those with HIV. It could be um, those who are paraplegics. Those have suddenly become our new undesirables. You, you might say. Right, because uh, all of those different categories that you name would require a certain amount of uh, empathy and socialism in a way where, you know, we would have to help them provide assistance and aid. And if you're privileged and you already feel like uh, you come in with the mentality that everybody should be able to take care of themselves and pull themselves up by their guys, yeah, pull themselves up by pull themselves up by their bootstraps and these people aren't able to necessarily do that, then uh, yes, they're going to uh, be the new undesirables. Wow. Um, I want to go back in Nyerka. Nyerka, you've lived in the Caribbean and you lived in the United States. What is your observation as far as being a woman of color? Uh, do you, do you see, you know, we were talking about Muslims one year, but suddenly we, we have this contagion and 
everyone who is a politician can seem to get a test. Everyone who is wealthy has seemed to have been able to get a test. But if someone like myself goes to the hospital and, you know, I, I, I'm considered a media personality or a celebrity in some circles, you know, but those are very small circles. I can't get a test. I'm, I, I don't have the influence to get a test. Nurika, do you do you see a pattern here? Well, <laughs> when it comes to the, when it comes to the test uh, recently, especially this week, it already has been said that they came up with a test that you could do at home. You could do from home. Where? Now, if where, you, where, it, huh? Where, where do you buy the test? Um, that's what I would like to. Well, I I, I wouldn't like to know because I don't want to get tested. I do I do not have that information. I will have to go back to the briefing that was conducted this week. However, if you look into event 2020, look it up. This is something that was planned back in 2019 by a group of people in secret. However, they do record their their meetings. And the meeting was actually, um, the, the recording was extracted by um, some source and it has been put in the internet. Um, one of the plans for this event 2020 uh, was coming out with, with a virus. Um, which the virus itself was not, the virus itself was going to be in the test. When the person got tested, everybody was going to be, uh, was going to come out positive, even if they were negative. And then after they were going to, after everybody um, thinking that they had this virus, they were going to cry, beg for the vaccine. And the death was going to come in the vaccine itself. Whoa. Okay. And, and, nope. and part of this event, excuse me, part of this event, very important is that they were going to misinform the public. That was, that, that was, that was the key, the key into, um, confusing all of us. Okay. Nirka, I want you to hold one second. I don't want anybody to say anything. I want you to rest on what you've just heard. Three seconds. I am going to skip question number three. And I'm going to go to question number four, conspiracy or contagion? Why is it happening every two years? Sam, would wait, you take wait. that question? Wait, Marquis, hold on, hold on. I'd like to go backwards just a moment. It's, re it's a related me? question though. Uh, no, I'm still on depopulation. All right. I'd like to know from the, yeah, from the it, people. It, this whole conversation is about depopulation. Great. I'd like to know. With all of these conspiracy theories that I'm hearing, uh, let's start with Agenda 2021, right? Like, in my mind, less people, less labor equals less business, less income. Who would benefit from depopulating anyone, anywhere? The rich. Who would benefit? We all would. Everyone all would. would. If you were depopulated, how would you benefit? You would be dead. <laughs> no, that's no depopulation doesn't mean going around killing people who are here right now, right? Well, depopulate all depopulation means is is incentivizing people to have fewer children. I, 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 don't, I don't know talk, if we can say that. It's all of the above. Talk, when no. people talk depopulation or population control, conspiracy theorists saying that people are going to die. That is what the theory is. Nope. Now you've got to go. But that's, but that's not. I'm, but that's, I'm, listen, uh, that is that you're you're right that that when when 
informed people talk about population control, you're right that conspiracy theorists hear things like, oh, you're going to go start putting contraceptives in the water supply. Oh, you're going to go start killing people. That is not what anyone has ever, any serious person has ever suggested. I've, it, it, I've it, never heard. But, but, but it happened. Czar said it. He did not say that. It, he did not say that. No, he wrote that. The, I'm telling you that he did. Look at all up. these guys. All these guys have ever talked about, all I've ever heard them talk about is putting incentives in place for people that voluntarily decide to have fewer children. Oh, you that's what, that's what you know Joe Hogan is. is. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you for a second. What Nurka said was very poignant. Sam, you said you wanted to go back to depopulation, but everything that she said, and I'm getting, I'm getting that banging again, guys, so just mute your mic if you need to. Everything that she said is a shocker. Everything. And every, it and, would and, be. And it would by what? By who? Everything she said is yeah, It would be if it were true. Sam, you're not clear. Could you come closer to the mic or go closer to your earpiece? One more time, Everything. Sam? Can you hear me now? Yes, much better. All right. Everything that New York has said is substantiated, supported, backed up by who? By what? A source? Y'all are going to make you know a big something. calamity out of a source? Really? Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. Because, Sam, because you lean right and because Rob leans right, you know, part of what uh, part of what people of color have often had a challenge with is the fact that the Republican – You just are a person saying, of color. Just saying. That's okay. But part of what left-leaning people have had an issue with is that the right-leaning people, particularly the Republican Party and the Conservative Party, have often treated, uh, have often made uh, those of us of color sometimes feel as outsiders, or those of us that are at a certain financial status seem like outsiders. Now, I understand the argument where we talk about the Democrats, and sometimes the Democrats are throwing out crumbs, where the Republicans say everyone should have the same opportunity. But when you live in a city like Flint, Michigan, and things are intentionally – watch the feedback noise, guys. Things are intentionally getting into your water supply, and people are aware of that, and those are toxins in your water supply, then you have to say if someone knows about it, someone has the intention to harm someone, okay? When um, – when, um, what is it? What is the situation with the Tuskegee Airmen? Um, Brian yeah. Parker, you Brian Parker, you with me, right? You know what I'm talking about. Where they did all the different vaccinations on them as a test. Right. And uh-huh. they, gave, they gave a bunch of these guys syphilis. Now, yeah. what, what whatever that was, it they called it an experiment. Was it an experiment or was it an actual attempt to? depopulate we don't know we're only we only have the information that the government chooses to release to us now if a conversation gets leaked out and god knows the trump administration has a lot of leaks coming out of that white house sometimes that's the only reason that you get the real story okay so again i go back to what nurka said because i don't think it's something that should be diverted from does anyone find that shocking on this panel i i would find it shocking if it were true right but even here's the thing is is that even the logic there it doesn't really check out right new yorker says that everybody who got the test was going to test positive and then they were going to ask for the vaccine and and all this stuff 
See, it doesn't even make sense because people are already dying. Now. People, are, people are dying without even getting tested, right? There are people who die from this who, who aren't getting tested. The test doesn't give you the disease. And there are people who test negative for it too, right? They, they tested all the Brooklyn Nets and, and I think two or three of them had it, but the and rest of the Nets didn't have it. And, and to right? your point, and the nets are also alive. And to your point, no one. The vaccine is meant to prevent, not to cure. So people would get the vaccine prior to getting the disease, right? Okay. The vaccine is meant to You're prevent. Good. And then, and then, Marquis, you said you asked something interesting. I thought was you. You asked, you know, why does this ha- seem to happen every two years? Yes. And and I think on the one hand, it it doesn't. Right. This, we've never had to shut down the economy before like this. This has never happened before. Okay. But I, but I, I understand what you're asking because you're asking about Ebola. You're asking about SARS. Everything, you're asking about all these things. Every, two, every election year, there yes. is a new disease that no one seems to know where the hell it came from, why it's killing people. Oh, they come from China usually. And you're, and you're well, well not, it's that's not really China true. Or it's Africa. The, it's always yeah, you had the West out. You had the Nile virus. You know. Right. We're either uh, eating bats or we're eating monkeys or we're eating mosquitoes. It's always something that some third world nation is eating that's causing everyone to get sick. I just find that very, (laughs) very, very um, intentional. I think your your question is 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 an excellent one. Is is why do why does the human race on a continuum get hit with a deadly virus every two years, three years, whatever it is? It's pretty pretty regular, and it's um it's a question I don't think any of us will ever be able to answer. I don't think it's necessarily intentional, but but to an earlier point that was made with Evan, uh, I think that this is going to table off sooner than Evan seems to think. And I think that our very worst case scenario, guys, is that we will wait until the hot summer days and this will die in the summertime just by virtue of the fact that the temperatures will be up over 95. So that's that's our worst case scenario. That's a negative. Can I say something about that? Can I say something about that? Uh, The the thing is, is that supposedly disease will die out in the summer, but there are countries, tropical countries, who allegedly these people are getting the virus as well. And they're also on lockdown. So none of this is making sense. It just seems to me. I I have an answer. Hold on, Rob. Hold on, Rob. Hold on, Rob. No, I'm not finished. Before you go out and make the claims that event 2020 is a lie, why don't you go out there first and research it for yourself and then have an opinion? Because before you could claim something to be a lie, you have to you have to be certain that it is a lie. This is something okay. that I've seen. It's a video. Okay. In now, which Rob, these, pe- these people are actually setting out their plan. Wow. Rob, before you speak, I just want to say something. Credible. Now, one second, guys. Sam, please, please, one moment. I, before you guys say anything, I, I want to mention the fact that I always call Nurka the Erin Brockovich because she manages to do research and find information that a lot of us are not supposed to be exposed to. And when Erin Brockovich was doing her original research, she was ridiculed, she was called a liar. We have this situation with the Dow Chemicals, everybody was being ridiculed, called liars. I, I think after a certain point, we have to say to ourselves, if they don't want certain information to get to us. The information is not going to get to us. And maybe there is a possible level of credibility to what she's saying. Sam, you are about to add something. Yeah, I was just saying that because New York has seen a video, I think that we all should just 
go ahead and accept that it's all true and you know copacetic Without that being sounds very personal. That's not what I said. I, I said look at it for yourself. I did not say that well, you should fact, say that it's true, but you shouldn't fact, you shouldn't say that it's a lie either. You should look at it I for yourself. Call, That's what I'm saying. I didn't call it a lie, but I will tell you it's very, very, very questionable because uh in fact I'm on I'm on uh, Google now and I don't see anything about whatever you're talking about. I'm just saying. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist because it's that not That is correct. It that is correct. It that exist. is correct. That okay. is correct. But that means also that the information really isn't out there, is it? No, so, that's not true. I, I'm going to look at it myself. Where is it? That's not fair. So where that's is it? That's not fair. Where is it? Go, Since hold you want to be in New York's defense. Let's, let's, wait a minute. Hold on, Yurka. Hold on, Yurka. One second. Yurka? Yurka, yes, one I'm second, here. please. Let's be clear about something, guys. Before there was Google, you had to pick up books. You mm -hmm. had to have conversations and you had to do research. You didn't have Google. Just because Google doesn't have the information doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I didn't okay? say that. Just because Google. Okay. But that's what it sounded like. No, so well, don't go, what don't Sam go is trying to say is, like. is how do we find it? Okay. Go ahead, Rob. What you, you were saying? Well, I mean, Sam, Sam is just simply saying, where do you find it? If not Google, and you're saying okay. the video exists, tell me where I can see it because I do want to see it for myself. But okay. in, in, in answer to what she was saying on the temperatures, um, about the tropical countries, uh, right here in our country, in Florida, sunny Florida, there are cases of people um, who have contracted this virus. I'm going to say that even though it is warmer temperatures that you're looking at in, in Florida than, say, New York um, or the eastern seaboard, uh, it's still their winter time. So they're not at their higher temperatures. So um, my research has indicated that viruses such as this one, and H1N1, um, and, and all of them, really, the West Nile virus, they all, um, once you hit temperatures of 95, they, they almost all of them, they die. They can't, they're, they're fragile. They can't sustain okay. them with those kinds of higher temperatures. So we are going to have 90, 95, 100 degree weather days uh, and 105 you know, in, in high humidity. And once all that happens, I would say happy days will be here again. So, 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 uh, Rob, with your statement, the kids that were at spring break, if it was 95 or 100 degrees, they, they should have nothing to worry about. Well, and it, it looks that way. It looks like once we get to the super high temperatures, this will go away. Well, but kids that were at spring break supposedly uh, contracted this virus and uh, brought it back. So you know, the operative word there is spring. I'm talking summer. Well, but I, in that okay, case, I mean, there, I there are corrected. places there are Go places ahead. where their spring is equivalent to our summer, like the Philippines, right? And in the Philippines, it's already it's been in the eighties, the nineties, and they they have uh, coronavirus outbreaks. I I hope I'm with you. I I hope that that heat will will be the end of this. That would be awesome. Uh, I, what, I'm just worried that it won't be. You know what? Oh, when I don't I blame you for worrying because nobody really knows when, for sure. When this thing came out, I was in China, and. Right then and there, when the when the China was when when the people of China were publicizing that that there's this outbreak and and people need to stay away from each other and people need to stay home and the lockdown thing started when all this was happening this in the middle of January and I was still there uh, in the middle of January I was telling people here in the U.S. I was telling people in Australia I was telling people around the world my friends I was telling them this thing is going to get really really bad before it gets better. Now, I believe that China is lying about a lot of this thing, a lot, a oh, whole yeah. lot, all right? Uh, I'm pretty sure that we all can agree that 
And if you can't, I will gi- I'll give you my reasons why. But I'm pretty sure you all can agree that they've lied on the, the amount of infected people and the amount of deaths. Okay. The Chinese government that, lies like they breathe the air. That's right. I'm willing to I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet this too. I'm willing to bet that they're close to a million in deaths. Not even not infected in deaths. All right? Because China Worldwide? Chinese no, China, China, China. China only. I'm willing to oh. I'm willing to bet, man. Because when this thing started, they they were the first to lock down a city, right? They locked down Wuhan. They locked down Wuhan mm-hmm. in the middle of January, right? It was brand new to you. When you when you heard about it, maybe it was around middle of January when you first heard about it, right? But that that's when they were locking down Wuhan. When they locked down Wuhan, there was something like it, it was in the news. I think there was like a thousand people globally at that time that was infected. That was globally across the plant, across the whole world, right? Like a thousand people. About 800 of that or 600 of that was in Wuhan. And they locked down an entire right. city, 11 million people. And the first thing I thought was, why would you lock down 11 million people for 600 infected and then be talking about building three hospitals just that quick? Right? right. And nobody asked this question. Right? And then it was about a week or a week and a half later, about 10 days later, when they locked down something like... Uh, three neighboring cities. And I thought, wow, man, that's a lot of lockdown for, for 600 or 800 people, a thousand across the globe. And, and by the way, Sam, I don't know if you're aware of this in the panel, but I have photographs of this too. Uh, China, they sent infected Chinese people to Italy. The mayor of Florence, Italy, oh, dear said, Lord. everybody, we want to show them that we, we don't judge them and hug. When you see a Chinese person, hug a Chinese person. And it was nothing but death that ensued. That's a okay. fact. So we, we now we have to I, be careful about this. We have to be very careful because, I, you, Rob, I don't, there's a possibility what you're saying may be true. I've got photographs. What, what I see happening here. Okay, but what I see happening here is it may get to the point that we're creating hostility toward Chinese people as a whole. Yeah. So I, I want to be clear that we don't send that message out there, that we distinguish between the Chinese people and perhaps the Chinese government. Of course. Now, yeah, the well, way that we I are, think I'm the talking about the Chinese government. Right. I think, right. I think, I think that, that everybody is smart enough to I get may, that. If I may, one second, please. One second, please. It, it, the way that we're criticizing the Chinese government, Americans used to criticize the Russian government. Russians would criticize our government. Uh, North Korea criticizes our government. So we're looking at our government like we wouldn't possibly poison the water. We're looking at our government like we wouldn't possibly attempt to depopulate. But then we're saying that other countries are doing it. So I'd like to ask you guys, what makes you so sure that our country is not? Right. You can't be 100 percent sure. And and I did. And Evan w- was taking issue with this. But I, I did uh, point out that uh, Dr. Holdren um, specifically did talk about forced abortions and all the rest. So I don't look, I don't trust any government. And that's that's the number one difference, I think, between Democrats and Republicans is Republicans don't trust government, want small government. And uh, and, so and this, Democrats that make me a Republican to government programs. Well, right. And this is why I have to tell my good colleague here, Sam. Sam says, oh, I'm like, I'm not a Democrat. I don't I don't trust the government. I'm pro business. You know, I just don't affiliate with either party. 
because I think both parties have a, a level of corruption that is just deplorable. And, and Sam is exactly correct. Okay, uh, and so then I guess you would say that Marquis is correct as well because right. Marquis, if you if you are pro business, then you should be yes, appreciating what Trump is doing because he's running the country as a business. <laughs> Just so you right. know, no, 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 you mean the country that's Stop. shut down that, that country? Oh, so, so <laughs> well, you know what, Evan? Then we could all thank God that everybody wants to the one that's closed. I got a question. How many bankruptcies? Come on, I got a question. I got a question. I had a question before. You got a question. Hold on, you just said Marquis. You just said Marquis should be pro-Trump because Trump is pro-business. What, what, did I hear someone say bankruptcies? Did I hear someone uh, say uh, at, at least four, right? He's a billionaire four, just right? the same. So Those can I say business something? Okay. First of all, business strategy. Yeah, one second, Erica, one second. Rhythmic. Before you guys – okay, Sam, stop. And Erica, give me one second, please. When you're going to talk about business, okay, Uh-oh. for a business to be successful, you have to be able to show your numbers, Right. When a person no, who's an entrepreneur no, refuses, you don't. excuse me, excuse me, when a person refuses to show the the number trail in their business, that should tell you something. Yeah, when tell it tells, tells us. Trust no, no, people on, like Adam Schiff. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> when a person enters into relationships, yeah. when a person enters into relationships, and they constantly have failed relationships, which are a form of a partnership. That should tell you something. When Martin, a you got a question on this, or you're just no, going to keep no, talking? No, no, no. You got a question on this, or you keep talking? Let me speak. Let me speak. Okay, Brian. When a person, when a person runs, when a person is running a business, okay, and they need to declare bankruptcy so that they yeah. don't have to pay, so that they don't have to pay their creditors. I don't call mm-hmm. that a good person, business person. I call that a fraud. Now, well. what, was your, what was your question, Sam? Preach on, preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Nyoka, I'm sorry, honey. I think I think you should speak now because we need a woman's voice in here right now. Well, it, it just follows up with what you said. And um, first of all, the United States, all capital letter, is a corporation, and it's, it works through the Crown of England. Um, secondly, um, under the Constitution, there is private law and there is public law. So under the private law, you do have every right under the Constitution to keep all of your businesses private. Now mm-hmm. under public, when you are a public citizen, then that's when you have to be public, present everything in the public. So that is the difference. The President of the United States first came in as a private citizen. And as a private citizen, you have more power than you can imagine, because that's why you have protection under the Constitution. And and this private citizen happens to be running the corporation, is that right? And well, no, well, now he, now, no, now he no. became public, so now he, just like every corporation has a president. He is the president of the United States Corporation. That's right. And so the United States and America are two different entities. Okay. So she, she makes she makes some very good points. And people who are incarcerated in prisons study this stuff and know this stuff. Okay. And and, and what what disturbs me is that when you're running a business, there has to be a level of disclosure. When you refuse to engage in disclosure, 
it suggests that you are running corrupt operations. Sam, do you follow me? Do I follow you? Right. I I hear what you're saying. And, and I mean, we don't have to guess at this. Yeah. You're making sense. We don't have to guess that Trump is, I mean, Trump's corruption has been very, very well documented even before, even before he was in politics. Right. Right. I mean, the guy, the guy has done business with, with the Iranian national guard or the Iranian revolutionary guard corps. The, the guy you're about to mention Obama. Don't say that because then no, they're going to corrupt Obama. I'm not, the, guy, the guy used to brag. The guy used to brag like about doing business with the mafia. It, it Trump's predecessor that had our country in a, in a ditch. Uh, listen, I, like uh, I want to get back to your point. Cole, no, Cole. no, no, no. Can you guys on, admit please. that Trump engages in unscrupulous behavior? Can you guys admit that? Well, Can I think that Donald. I'll give you an answer to that. I think that Donald Trump is like all billionaires and multimillionaires. They all have pretty much the same attitude of you need me more than I need you. So you'll take what I give you. That's not, that's not wow. unique to Donald Trump. Okay. That's so you're true. saying that it should be okay. Yeah. But none of them are the president. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. But you see, uh, it, 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 that's, that's a conflict. Brian, because the thing is, that's your fallback, Brian. Hold you know, on, Rob. I would call it if you have the highest office of the land, you have the highest accountability in the land. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, like that's the your fallback. Though. You've never got a, you've, you never really add to that. You fall yeah. right back on that. Exactly. Because the buck, no, buck no. stops at the president. Exactly. That's where the buck stops. Why do y'all keep questioning his, his authority? Wait a minute, Sam. Sam, hold on, hold on. Let, let's. Why do I question his authority? I'm, I'm, the man, is not running, the man is making business decisions running the corporation of the United States of America. And y'all keep questioning the president's authority. Why is that? And he's running it brilliant. No, no, no. We're not questioning his authority. We're questioning <laughs> let me, his capability. Let me ask clear. You. Don't say that. We're not questioning his authority. Okay. He has. <laughs> he had the authority about six weeks ago, shut the fucking country down so that people could be still alive. People are dying right now, and then we're blaming the citizens for a contagion that we know damn well that U.S. spies exist in China. We know that, okay? We know these people get briefings. On and we know that Trump shut down all travel from China. Right, right, but this was after he called it a hoax. Now, Sam, go no, back on that again. You can't sit there wrong. and put a message. Wrong. You cannot put a message wrong. out like that. Marquee, right. you're wrong. Guys, when the, when the guys, okay, no, but when he fucks up, no one wants to admit that he fucks up. Okay, I'll give you an answer to that, buddy. Here it is. I'm not going to give. Okay, listen, hold up. I'm not going to give Donald Trump a perfect ten for his handling of COVID. No, 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 no. I'll give him eight point six. Dead bodies. Dead bodies. There's dead bodies with all deadly viruses for crying out loud. This is not the Olympics. Don't tell me about a perfect ten. It's not the Olympics. We're not. We're not a rating system, Olympics or otherwise. Let me know when I can speak. Go ahead, Nyorka, because I need you to shut me up. Go ahead, Nyorka. No, because I keep keep hearing dead bodies and there's a lot of dead bodies. I've seen um, videos of people documenting lines in hospitals. And then I see videos of other people going into hospitals and showing how empty they are. Exactly. First of all, one one observation that I have, if there are dead bodies, because I live in... um, 
9-11 and I was downtown, I saw people jump off the building. If there were really dead bodies, how come people are not coming out and posting my father died, rest in peace, and posting the picture and showing how 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 this is really happening? They're just showing bags with something inside. I don't know what that's inside. I want to oh, see really? people posting Rest in peace. Let's pray. Let's so, pray for this. Gotta, Let's pray gotta, for this person oh, and really show whoa, that they're in the body. I got to stop She's got a point there. I have too many voices right now. Uh, Brian, take this. Brian, go ahead. It, it seems like we don't take, we don't have any more respect for human beings anymore. We're calling them dead bodies. If my father died, I would like to have prayers. I would like to have a, a minute of silence and tell the world how this is becoming a real problem. None of that wow. is happening. Like That's on nine eleven. He's right. People You're are. Right. Brian Parker, you wanted to add something. Go ahead, Brian. I, I just be careful because I, I understand. And I only got two, I got less than two minutes, so I'm going to tell you to keep, keep it within a minute. Go ahead, Brian. Okay, if, if if we're if you're talking about sensationalizing something, I I can agree to a point. But there are people losing people. People that I know are losing people mm -hmm. are posting. Hey, I just had a family member succumb to this, and I have sent out thoughts and prayers to people that I know that have lost people to this. It is real. It's real, but to what degree? That's well, true. listen, listen. You're right that the numbers, the Rob, numbers. Rob, Rob, I don't know if you are getting information from the morgue or from the county coroner. I've got the same video Slim's got, which is okay. empty hospitals and empty guys, uh, why everything. Why you videos to know that people are dying, Rob? Guys, I, 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 I got less there's, than a there's video uh, footage of it. If you want video footage, I can go out on my stoop right now. I can film that they just added a second temporary morgue on my street, a block from my, like, I can see it. From Do you the see activity around those, those makeshift morgues? You can, you can see them wheeling bodies and I can't because they've, they've put up blinds on the first floor, but they the time magazine just ran a profile of a girl who lives on the third floor across from the thing. And the whole, this time she, the, the poor girl has her head right out the window, stuck to the, stuck to the glass watching them every time they wheel a body and wow. she's counting the bodies. Yeah. Oh, this God. is, okay, this is not my, look, no yeah. one's saying that nobody's no, dying. No, hold on, hold on, matter Rob, of guys, guys, I'm sorry. I, I, we've got to wind down because we got to prepare for Tuesday's show. And I know this is a very, very, very passionate conversation. I want to thank all of my panelists for being on the panel today. This got very, very fiery and we have opened the Pandora's box of questions. Um, I, you know, it, it's one of those things that population control and depopulation. What is really happening? Do we know? Thank you all for tuning in to Verbal Assault Livestream. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux. Um, whether you're listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate having you. We're also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, and TikTok. We are leaving, and we will see you tomorrow. Financial collapse and its consequences on Tuesday, April 7th, and we are out. Um, Every day for